the past weeks, we're talking about the calling of God upon our lives. We spoke about the nature of the call. We spoke about discovering your call. We spoke about the call to ministry. Today I want us to talk about... Who was here in the morning? Wow. You were all not here in the morning. This is getting scarier by day. Okay, let me just read what I want to summarize what we're going to talk about. In Romans chapter 12. We're reading Romans chapter... Uh-huh. I know other people are Romans. They hear Romans. I'm saying Romans chapter 12. Baroma. Therefore, I urge you, brothers, in view of God's mercy, to offer, to do what? To offer. Remember we said ministry is basically offering service. To help, to take care. So we, we're talking that. It says to offer your bodies as living sacrifice, holy and pleasing to God. This is your spiritual act of Worship. What? Worship. This is our act of what? Of worship. Worship is something we offer. This is something we minister. Therefore, if we say we are ministering, worship is part of what we minister. It says, do not conform any longer to the pattern of this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. Then you will be able to test and approve what God's will is, His good, pleasing, and perfect will. In other words, we cannot say we are ministering when we don't know the will of God in the context in which we minister. But what we are trying to do. So the Bible says we must know the will of God. On Thursday, Manu was speaking on staying the course and he spoke about the will of God. He was saying you must find the will of God for your life. You remember that? You must follow through. And you must finish it. Don't start well, but finish badly. And so it says here, we must know what is the will of God. For by the grace given me, I say to every one of you, do not think of yourself more highly than you ought to, but rather think of yourself with sober judgment in accordance with the measure of faith God has given who? You, so God has given you faith. God has given you grace. But he has also given you faith. Therefore, no one, Adutim Mo, can say, I don't have faith. What you need to do needs the faith that God has already given you. Then he says, verse 4, Just as each one of us has one body with many members, and these members do not all have the same function, so in Christ we who are many form one body, and each member belongs to all others. It says we have different functions. Do you have a function? Do you know it? Our goal through this series is to make sure that you know you have a function to find it and fulfill it. 
the end we are hoping that in this church we will have no one who sit and say what did you do i did not do anything or i don't do anything why because it is the sacrilege when one person stands and performs and do other things whilst other people are going to stand before God empty-handed. My job as a pastor is to make sure that you don't stand before God empty-handed. But you are able to say, Father, this is what I have brought to you. Langu like so but I trusted you, I gave you faith, I gave you grace, I gave you gifts. What did you do? And you say, I watched my pastor exercising his gift. That will be a sad day for me and for you. So it says, verse 6, we have different gifts according to the grace given us. If a man's gift is prophecy, let him use it in proportion to his Faith. If it is serving, let him serve. If it is teaching, let him teach. If it is encouraging, let him encourage. If it is contributing to the needs of others, let him give generously. And if it is leadership, let him govern diligently. And if he is showing mercy, let him do it cheerfully. Love must be sincere. Hate what is evil, cling what is, to what is good. The Bible says when we serve, love must be In other words, let us not do things out of hypocrisy. You know the people who give you stuff because they want to talk about you. Love must be sincere. If we are about to do do them because you are sincere. Not so that you can tell that, you know, that jacket, I gave it to him or to her. Or you can tell Arasur. If, 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 if you gossip, you claim to be sincere. Do you know what happened? No, no, Here you, you are not praying. You are telling the person we should pray. But why aren't you praying? Clearly because your love is not sincere. The intention was not to pray, but to talk, gossip. It says, be devoted to one another in brotherly love. Honor one another above yourselves. What does that mean? It means we must serve one another. But obviously, I told you, in the church, we don't have servants anymore. We, we all are takers. We are recipients. The only people who serve are those who are appointed to serve. But remember, the Bible says all of us are ministers. So all of us must serve. I'm summarizing what I'm going to read in my notes. It says, never be lacking in zeal, but keep your spiritual favor in what? In serving the Lord. Some people, they are very fervent when it comes to the clubs they, they support. When, when he's watching soccer, you won't believe it him. powerful. Hey, Dad! He is very bold. But he would never tell anyone about Jesus as, as passionately as they do when they watch in soccer. So the Bible says we must never be lacking in, in zeal. Be joyful in hope. So when we minister, we must be 
hopeful and joyful. It says, patient in affliction. Meaning when you, you are serving other people, they are going to afflict you. You are going to suffer pain. People are going to betray you after you have done good for them. But the Bible says, be patient. Faithful in prayer. Do not stop praying because when you stop praying, you are saying you don't need God for what you are doing. Now you can do it on your own. And guess who called you to it? Imagine we are building a house, we employ you. The first day you work, you ask, you are Odaga boy. After a week, so no, 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 guys, hey, please, 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 don't worry, don't worry. I have these things figured out. Hey, you guys don't have to come. Which is exactly what most of us say to God. God saved you by his grace. He keeps you by his grace. And he's going to help you accomplish what he has called you by his grace. But you find it not necessary to know what he's saying. Are you okay? Share with God's people who are in need. And practice hospitality. This is all what ministry is all about. Share with other people who are in need. Practice what? Hospitality. Bless those who persecute you. Bless and do not curse. Rejoice with those who rejoice. Mourn with those who mourn. I want you to see what ministry is all about. When we attend funerals, that's ministry. When we attend weddings, that's ministry. Why? Because all of us are gifted differently to do different things at those functions. Other people don't need a sermon during a funeral. They need someone to be around. To help them drive around. To help them go and identify the body of their deceased one. You understand those things? People need to be strengthened in those areas. It says, Live in harmony with one another. Do not be proud, but be willing to associate with people of low position. Don't you like it that the Bible actually recognizes that there are people with low position? But it says associate with them. But you know how churches are now. Ne? Everybody is the pastor's friend. And the pastor is the friend of the rich. So clearly you cannot be the pastor's friend. <laughs> do not be conceited. Do not repay anyone evil for evil. Be careful to do what is right in the eyes of every no, I don't care. I don't care what they say. No, the Bible says you must care. If you are a minister, you must care what other people say about what you do. If it is possible, as far as it depends on you, live at peace with everyone. Do not take revenge, my friends, but leave room for God's wrath. For it is written, it is mine to avenge, I will repay, says the Lord. The good thing is that when God repays on your behalf, the return is higher than when you do it yourself. When, when you do it yourself, you always do a bad job. Most of the time when you say, you never get to bonter them. <laughs> you will always be the angry one. No, they will not, they will not, they don't know. That's why they don't care. That's why you are hating for the whole three months. Why? Because they couldn't be bothered. But when God shows them, they know. So it says, 
on the contrary, if your enemy is hungry, feed him. Minister unto your enemy. If he's thirsty, give him something to drink. In doing this, you will heap burning coals on his head. Do not be overcome by evil, but overcome evil with good. So what is the essence of what I read? Ministry is a lot of work which needs all of us. Because it needs different gifts. But at the end of the day, there are a lot of evil things that you will encounter in ministry. They don't all just come from the spiritual. Others will come amongst us. But guess what? Be patient in affliction. So, today I just want us to talk about becoming a minister of God. It is imperative that anyone who accepts that he or she is called by God. Do we have the notes today? Okay, thank you. Then I can read faster. Gifted by God is therefore in ministry. That they should know without doubt that since we belong to God, we are all God's ministers first and foremost. That all ministry must flow from the love of God and for God and obedience to Him. There are other people who, are, who want to serve, but actually they are not aware that you cannot serve until you know that the first person to be served is God. You and I, I cannot serve you before I serve God. I agree you did not create me. Neither did I create you. So the very first thing that you, you and I need to ask is, do I serve God? We will come to how do you serve God. Every other motivation to minister accepts God's love and the great commandment and obedience to God and the great commission is a subversion of the true heart of a minister. If you say, I am going to do this, I am going to do that, and, but you are not compelled by the love of God. Number one, God pours his, his love in your heart so that the same love you can use to love others. So God pours his love so that you can use. That's why I'm still your pastor. I think you do get the picture. And so if we don't minister out of God's love, and because we love God, we are twisting the heart of a servant. A servant. You are a fake. And so we must minister out of obedience, not out of compulsion. That's why we try to teach you. So when I ask you something in the future, my hope is that you would have learned that we don't have to push you. In other cases, we don't have to ask you. Why? Because you know I am a minister of God. I am called by God. I'm not called by the pastor or by the church. This sedition or is the reason. Sedition, treason, guri, this very idea, Yawarabatu by Peter and they are called by others, is actually the reason why we generally have fat shepherds shepherd and lean sheep. Or big personalities and small hearts for God. If people don't acknowledge God, highly muruti, kile muruti kire, yeah, no, kibiti, but I don't fear the one who has called me. It means I won't care about you. Because I don't minister out of love for you. I minister out of love for me. 
That is why it is good in other places where, where you have never been. Linda have never been. I just hear people tell me. There are places where a pastor is happy to drive a big car when there are people whose check has burned three years ago. Friends, that's not the heart of a servant. That's not a minister. We are not supposed to be fed shepherds whilst the sheep do a deal. That is why we also have big personalities. I'm a man of God. I'm just going to bless you from the out of your socks. I'm going to blow you from the top of your head to the sole of your feet. I'm just going to blow your mind away. But the personality is big, but the heart of God is not there. For God so loved the Friends, love must go first. That's why John says about Jesus, he must increase so that I... But now we want to decrease. That's why I'm saying, now I have never asked you to tell people about me. Jesus is the one who said, you will be my witnesses. Hey, but people like talking about their big personality pastors. You know, I'm from Cosmos City Church. Who cares? <laughs> Wouldn't it be better? You know, I'm a child of God. And God loves you too. Yeah, see, that matters. Good like Rosalind. My time is finished. Shall we leave it here? Should we leave it here? Right, should we leave it? Failure to recognize God as one who releases workers into the field is the reason why people fight so hard to be denominationalized and to, to denominationalize others. In other words, Akiruazawat is a denomination. It's a group of religious people who have put themselves like You understand? Hey, I don't want to be called in denominations by name, lest I be sued. But you see, people, they want to be denominations to the point that they don't consider God anymore. They consider that when, when we meet, how, how are you? Say, hey, I'm, hey, I'm from, where, which, which denomination are you from? Isn't that sad? You, you consider the denomination more important than... That is why every time you introduce yourself as from Cosmos City Church. Eh? Not as a child of God. We want to be known as ministers of a particular group or a sect of the church instead of ministers of the Lord Jesus Christ. And we like recruiting others to our group. As if there's something wrong with their group. Now maybe there is, but your job is not to recruit them. Your job is to minister Christ to them. Central to all ministry is that you will serve or minister according to the terms of the one who appointed you, not your own. Otherwise you usurp authority, hence you are a rebel, else a fake. If Uri but if you say, I'm a minister, number one, you must know you are a minister of 
God. First and foremost. If you say, I am a minister. If the president of the country appoints a minister, that minister cannot sit there and do whatever he wants. You can't change the policies of the ruling party just because you are a minister. The policies stand. You operate according to the... And so, unfortunately, some of us, we have changed how God wants things to be done. Because we are no longer his ministers. We are ministers of our own. If That's why we, we say you usurp authority. You are a fake. Because if you are the real thing, you would do what the policies of heaven say. Or what you think. But what do we minister? I'm going fast on these ones because I've already read them. Or who do we minister to? Let's start there. Who do we render service to? Who do we take care of? Who do we bring good things first? Number one, first and foremost, we minister to God. Acts chapter 13, it says, as they were ministering unto the Lord. If you read the book of Leviticus, every other sacrifice that was done, was done unto God. You remember the song, I will serve no foreign God, nor any other So we must, first and foremost, minister to God. Other people, today, it seems easy for them to worship before God and yet not worship Him. Now that's why I am amplamadim. I am a friend of God. <laughs> but you know, in his heart, that have nothing to do with God. You are worshiping before God, but you are worshiping your boyfriend your girlfriend, your job, whatever you worship. In as much as that will be people who are remorseful about sin before those who caught them, but would willingly and gladly continue before God. People who don't worship God, they find remorse about their sins only to the people Baba Terry. If they catch you, I'm so sorry, you know. But you were willing and ready to continue before God. How many of us are talking? Not so la pelu, jadi bi pelamudim. But pelabatu, you are sore. Are you still a minister of God? Minister to the saints. The Bible simply says we must take care of one another. For God is not unrighteousness to unrighteous to forget your work and labor of love which you have shown towards His name, in that you have ministered to the saints and do minister. Arab people, babata ushokomela. Their own only. But friends, we must take care of one another. We must take care of our leaders. The Bible says we must take care. You know the Bible says we must take care of us. And like I say, we won't stand and say, Hey, this year I must drive. Oh, I have a car. Oh, doesn't matter. It takes me where I should. You know it, right? I don't have a problem with it. So, the fact that you need to take care of leaders, it doesn't mean you need to hero worship them. What will listen to We must minister unto our neighbors. Alabazalan who just give, they never, they don't talk to their neighbors, but they come to church. Go and talk to your neighbors. The Bible says you must love them as you love your. 
our enemies you you remember it says when he's hungry give him now you know to the nations we must minister to the nations go out to other nations where there are problems where there are earthquakes if there's a relief aid add something to it to the entire human race but what do we minister what is it that we do what is it that we are supposed to offer if i say i'm a minister of god what are the things that i must minister i must bring the sacrifice of praise and worship to god if i'm a minister of god it means I'm, i can only worship god we must minister christ that's what i'm saying other people talk more about themselves and their churches and their pastors and less about christ friends even if people don't know us and they don't know our church if they know jesus that's the best deal that's what you must minister you must minister the word of god not opinions you must minister the new covenant make people aware that in god we are better off because we are in a new covenant we are not like in the past we are under grace god loves us you understand those things you know there are christians who still live in the old testament when they do something wrong they are hurting for the whole month when the bible says the blood of jesus has redeemed you from the power of sin but satan we must talk about the the gospel of the kingdom of god and i have deliberately written the gospel of the kingdom of god because there are many other gospels we must minister reconciliation we must return them to god and reconcile them with one another you must not sit there and you are talking to someone and they are telling about their marriage and you say yeah what's up men are dogs women women are snakes kill the snake before it bites my brother <laughs> we must what minister what reconciliation reconcile people to god and to one another we must minister grace out of our gifts we must help others you understand that type of thing and the wisdom of god you must minister the wisdom of god sometimes people are confused but when when you come and you say actually this is what god is saying you will discover that all the time god is right and people think they are smarter than him let's run through the next one how do we minister ne? number one we must minister by the power of the holy spirit other people minister from the flesh they minister out of i know it that's why i say even if you have been preaching for 20 years when you stand before people you are still anxious i hope i trust i keep in step with what god is saying so that i don't say the wrong thing and somebody build their life around the wrong thing i said you understand that type of thing? so we must minister by the power of the holy spirit we must minister out of love and compassion no one should stand here and say yeah no friends the bible says and he looked at them jesus and he had compassion sometimes we are cruel 
we forget that only love melts a hard heart. Happy really that the Kelagato fell We must minister prayerfully. Now other people come, they sing, they preach, but they never pray for us. Friends, if you are going to talk to the church, pray for the church. Because if you are not prayerful, you will talk but you will say nothing. But when it's prayerful, you will hear people will say, you spoke to my life. Why? Because you didn't speak what you thought. You spoke what God said. We must minister with faith and hope. Trust God that can you imagine I come to church and I preach and I don't trust that you will change? I need to believe and have faith and hope that this thing will change your life. With conviction. Don't say stuff that you don't believe yourself. In wisdom, we must do it obediently, boldly. When you say stuff, don't think, yo. Oh, but if God says it, says it, say it. Just say it as he says it. With discernment, with humility, with power, individually and corporately. The Bible says, when we come together, another have a word of wisdom. And you understand that type of thing? That is why when we come together, we are expecting you to say stuff, to do stuff. Why? Because we are ministers corporately. See, now I'm ministering in DV. But sometimes in worship, we have to minister corporate. Sometimes in prayer, we minister corporate. Sometimes in the gifts. The Bible says, when one prophesies, another one must confirm. You understand that type of thing? Now, if I just prophesy, what if I'm lying? Because there's prophet lying, there's prophet thinking, there's prophet knowing, there's prophet wishing. And decently and in order. So when we are all doing the things, we must do them in order. I cannot be preaching and when you start singing and she starts praying in tongues. There's disorder there, right? And people say, I was quenched in my spirit. Why were you quenched? You know, as the pastor was singing, I was speaking. I started to feel a song and I started singing and they stopped me. Yeah, you were out of order. That's why they stopped. You understand that type of thing? Everything has its time. Where do we minister? We must minister everywhere there are people to minister to and where the Holy Spirit leads us. Sometimes it's in a text, it's in a hospital. It's, sometimes the Holy Spirit will say, go and do it there. When you were planning to go there, Paul was saying, I, was, I wanted to go to this place. And the Holy Spirit said, no, don't go there, go to Macedonia. But uh, let me finish with this one. We must minister with revelation. With revelation means the Holy Spirit will take you deeper, but not wider than the scriptures. This simply says, Bazalan. When we minister, ne? We, we minister out of what God has shown us in the scriptures. 
But you know, there's a lot of people who are very creative. Who like to go wider than the scripture, not deeper. Okay, I'm going to give you an example and then we leave it there. How many of us know that the Bible says Adam was created without sin? And Adam and Eve, when they were together, the Bible says in Genesis chapter 2 verse 25, it says, And the man and his wife were both naked and felt no shame. You know that. And it says, in Adam we die, but in Christ we live. Therefore, whatever was lost in Adam, Adam has been restored in Jesus. In Adam we have sickness. In Jesus we have healing. In Adam, the Bible says, all have sins and have fallen short of the glory of God. But in Christ, he says, as we behold Christ in the mirror, we are transformed from glory to glory because we are like him. But this is where the creative part comes in. In Adam, the Bible says, Adam did not feel shame. And then people start becoming creative because he was covered in the glory of God. Because God had covered him. The Bible does not say those things that you are saying. It says he did not know good and evil. Nevertheless, let's leave it at that point. So he was covered in the glory of God. When they were in, in, in the Garden of Eden, they walked around. They were free. Let me tell you, my brother and my sister, in Christ, everything that was lost in Adam is now restored. We don't have to be ashamed anymore. When we are naked, we must know we are covered in the glory of God as it was in the Garden of Eden. And I want to tell you today that even when we come to church, we don't necessarily we don't need clothes because clothes are for fallen people but we have the glory of God the glory of God is replacing their clothes so friends from next week I want you to remember do not be condemned do not feel ashamed do not feel guilty you don't need their clothes next week come naked yeah, you, you see you are laughing That's very creative. <laughs> you have gone wider than you are supposed to go. And deeper is simply this. This thing I apologize. That's deeper. In this thing, the law of sin lives. This thing called the flesh. The works of the flesh. So if you have flesh, yeah, that uh, creativity does not work. The glory thing. No. You must still wear your... But you know how many people would believe that? And I can tell you, I can present it nicer than today. Very systematic. Until, that's why you all believe weird things sometimes. Remember the stuff you used to believe. They robbed you money. Pitting again. Mm. If you give with your house, <laughs> God is gonna bless you. Now you are owing. Did God say that? Yeah, but you believed that. You believed creativity. So, friends, when we minister, we must minister out of revelation, scripture. Not all these extensions that we like coming up with.
shall we stand up?